0: Three, two, one. Welcome. Let me do that again. (laughs) Three, Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Rice Cycle. When you get injured, don't forget to rice. Rest, ice, compress, and elevate. Today's conversation will be based around those four topics. I'm here with Vincent Louis. Hello, Vincent.
1: Ola. Oh, uh... <laughs> can you even hear That's me? A... I'm l- yeah, l- hear l- looking you. at the little bar.
0: Oh, there we go. There was a long pause before your Ola, right? That was dramatic. That was dramatic. It wasn't like lag or anything. So how was how was it coming up with your four topics this time?
1: It was uh... it was very difficult. I tried to. I tried to take inspiration from current events in my in my rice cycle. So
0: Okay, that's good. Try to make
1: things contemporary, you know. From my personal yeah, experiences.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. We'll have some diversity. I think mine is very like just everyday life focused. I think we talked about recording this like two weeks ago or so and then eventually each topic came one by one, and it was just like remembering a random down. Okay, you want to go first?
1: I'll go. I'll go first, even though it's. Uh, I feel like my entire rice cycle is completely out of order. So I, I think I had this as ice, but I'm just because I'm just leading off. I'll just put this as rest. But uh,
0: okay, so you're just gonna have to like spin it in a way where I'm, it just, I'm, just, I'm just
1: I'm just sure, I'm ham into a rest? Okay. Alright. so Twisted okay. your ankle.
0: You gotta, you gotta take a break. You gotta, you gotta get some
1: rest. Gotta get some and rest. Cool. Um, and this is how I'm gonna link it. And this... It's appropriate for this time of the year because it's football season. And this football headline actually has been rest, has been rest up. No, I should say it's been put to rest already, but I haven't said my, I haven't given my uh, two cents yet. So I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna resurrect it. Oh no! Is this, right. I hope it's not what, what I think it is. Gonna <laughs> it oh, it's exactly <laughs> what you think it is, and it's you know it's about former San Francisco Forty <laughs> ers quarterback Trey Lance.
0: Okay. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is it about him? What is it about this young man? This young man with a good head on his shoulders
1: <laughs> does good things for the community.
0: I'm a, I'm a
1: good team airline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. what is but, about him? I just I, I had to i had to throw my hat into the ring about Trey Lance because all I heard about around that time that he got traded or like the weeks before he got traded was how horribly the Niners fumbled the bag and how they destroyed the young man's career and how terribly they handled it. And uh oh, that you know, that's all I heard from like going on Facebook or Twitter or watching these uh sports commentators talk about the issue. It's always, you know, Kyle Shanahan messed everything up and the Niners are just a huge disgrace for, you know, ruining Trey Lance's career. And, uh, and I was thinking, well, if the Niners were tanking, it would make complete sense to play Trey Lance, but the Niners are in a win now mode. So I feel like it's completely silly to like disregard the success of Brock Purdy and to basically just shoehorn Trey Lance into the lineup, even if he's not as good as Purdy. So I kind of want to push back Against that narrative that the Niners are just just fumbling the bag.
0: Yeah, I'm I, I'm a fan of Trey Lance, but I I think that Brock Purdy should be the starter. Um, I don't think that they ruined his career. I think that they like chose a path that other people disagreed with. Like other people probably would say, "Oh, he should have just started as a rookie," or that. They called too many run plays for him, and that's why he got hurt. But he actually would have been the starter. He could have been the starter his rookie year if he didn't get hurt in Arizona. And then he could have been the starter all year last year. So, yeah, I don't think they ruined his career because I think that he's he's still going to be good. It's just not going to be with the Niners. And just on it, and like the and the Niners needed him to be ready now, but he wasn't ready now. But I think he will be very ready in like two years. Yeah, I love the young man. It's got he's got <laughs> the right head on his shoulders.
1: He wants to be good. He wants to be great. Loves ball. They did him a solid trading him to Dallas because I feel like they're everyone's always in Dallas. Everyone's always. They don't think Dak Prescott's going to be like there forever. So. It's a uh, I feel like it's a yeah, good situation. I, I heard but, he wanted to go to Dallas too.
0: No. Yeah. I heard that he refused, he preferred Dallas. There were like other
1: options, I guess, but he preferred Dallas, so So you think um, he knew he knew he was gonna get traded once he yeah. became the third string? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's like Yeah, I mean this year I could see why Sam Darnold is just like the safer Option this year. I mean, I, I think he'll be better than Sam Darnold in a few years, but I mean, yeah, they're, they're maxing out the salary cap, and, they're, and we're going to be like really bad in like a few years because we don't max
1: out the no. salary caps. So you have to get it done now. You can't mess around with it. That's the thing. I like that's why I'm like, yeah, it makes sense to play Brock Purdy. Because he's just better right now. But I feel like I've seen so many people who are just like, they don't they don't care that they're like, win now. They're just like, you have to start him. You have to give him all these reps and basically force him to play. And it's just, you know, that, that might not work out.
0: Yeah, it was there the rookie year. It was there, and they got hurt the rookie year. It was right. He was, there, he was, he was close. So he had a good like, intro to the team. He was throwing touchdown passes, and I thought he was making nice throws with touch and all that as a rookie, and then he got hurt. So, yeah. I don't think they ruined his career. I definitely don't think so. But, any closing thoughts? I mean, like, we look amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, we we look amazing. So, uh, you know, hopefully it works out for both sides, for uh, the Niners and the and then Trey Lance. Hopefully, it's not like he'll be like next year. He's in the Super Bowl and he like demolishes us and just laughs at us. <laughs> Hopefully, that's not the case.
0: Yeah, I think it took me a while to come around on Purdy because his first game in, I missed a lot of his game. I just had a bad luck streak of like every Niners game. I had something going on during like the win streak, except for like. The commanders and then the playoffs, which is when like he wasn't like overwhelmingly good because it's the playoffs. Um, But I just missed the Buccaneers game. I missed the Dolphins game, and just like had bad luck. You missed the um, rise. Yeah, and then like he just kind of looked like he looked like he should be wearing like a Patagonia sweater with like. Oh my god. On it yeah. So I was just like Definitely it was hard that. to like it was hard to like give in give They're in to the, haircut.
1: the I think it's the haircut man. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, could be walking but, the streets of San Francisco.
0: He is very San Francisco. Unfortunately it's the San Francisco that I don't really appreciate that much. <laughs> <laughs> Wait about that. Yeah.
1: Okay, you're you're up. Well,
0: speaking up. of speaking speaking of Super Bowls, I have a, a bowl related rest. Okay, so when I when I when I when I go number one, when I like when I go pee, I like to rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay i like to i like to rest when i go to do you know what i do you, what is your interpretation of that
1: <laughs> are you a, are you a sit down kind of guy
0: <laughs> yeah I, i'm a sit down guy yeah especially i mean at home in public no way that's just a way too much work in public but at home i'm 100 percent sit down guy what are you
1: i'm a i think i'm a i think i'm a seventy to eighty percent sit down guy yeah
0: well i think why, <laughs> what's the other twenty to thirty like at home you'll stand yeah. up oh, no home so this is strictly at home
1: so 70, 70% percent sit down guy and yeah. the other thirty percent at home why am i because yeah. sometimes like let's just say Oh, I'll use this as an example because the other day, let's just say like I'm about to hop in a hop into League of Legends game. But I'm like, oh my God, guys, I have to pee. And (laughs) I run to the bathroom. I was like, there's no time to take off my pants and sit down. I'm just, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just going to stand here and do my, (laughs) do my dirty work standing up, not resting. So yeah, those are the rare moments, but I feel you on that. I'm a, yeah. What's that? I'm, a, I'm a gentleman. Get, I sit down.
0: That's when you—that's when you have to get back to the computer, and in a finite amount of time, and you don't have time to like clean up any splatter. Like this is no consideration of splatter. You just have to, yeah. Whereas <laughs> in a kind of more intermediate timing setting. In a way, it's faster to pee sitting down because there's no no splatter cleanup
1: required at all. So are you 100% sit down, got a guy, or or is there a rare moment? Well, I think,
0: but you're kind of describing those rare moments where it's like where you are in a a pinch where you don't even care about like not having to clean up. You just care about (laughs) (laughs) fast, you know. Fast as possible,
1: regardless of the cleanup. I don't, I don't care if you. I don't care if you. Guys, play bad golf. I don't care if you play yeah. fast bad golf. Yeah,
0: yeah. You just gotta. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you gotta like. Yeah, you just gotta skip a hole. On the, I mean, there's 18 holes. <laughs> and the people behind you are are waiting. hella long You just
1: gotta skip the hole. Yeah. No cleanup. So okay. So, but I feel like you have to be a. I feel like you have to be a sit down kind of guy at night though, because especially in the middle of the night, because it's dark, and you don't want to just miss. Yeah, there was a moment where that really like was a
0: revelation for me. Was like, because I feel like for twenty something years I was peeing standing up every time at home. Until about like, you know, age 22 or 23 or whatever. It's like, wow, I can actually pee. I could just pee sitting down and not have to worry about this. <laughs> like, there, were like, I, was, I I definitely remember like peeing in the middle of the night standing up because I just thought, like, like, as a kid, you just think that that's how you're supposed to do it or whatever. But it makes no
1: logical <laughs> sense at all. Yeah. And then the horror um, of, uh, the horror of when you're standing up and peeing and you don't hear the splash, you hear something
0: else. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like, that's another thing. Um, yeah, sometimes like for whatever reason it splits into two streams. And if you have like a two stream issue, like it doesn't matter because you're, you're sitting down. Uh, sometimes, like you get the two stream, and then it's like literally impossible to, to land both streams <laughs> into the bowl. You know?
1: Because uh, I guess you're going to the I guess you're going to the yard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then the one downside is like when you're like sitting for a number one, and then you're like, oh. I didn't expect this number two <laughs> to come in <laughs> out of nowhere. Like <laughs> I know it's like a larger
1: larger mm-hmm. commitment. <laughs> but, Whoa, so you you're telling me you you're telling me you sit down for a number twos? I stand up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit. No pun intended.
1: <laughs> uh Right. You give me a good idea though for uh, the next the next time we do this because there's something related to the rest that I want to bring up, but I'll save that for next time. Ooh, teaser. Okay. Yeah, teaser. Right. Teaser.
0: Let's go to let's go, to I. Let's go high. Let's go okay. To high. Okay.
1: The reason why you you ice your injury is uh, you wanna <laughs> you wanna you don't you wanna you wanna attack the swelling. You don't you don't want you don't want it to swell, and you want that you don't. Whatever. I'm not a doctor. I can't explain this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't want the blood rushing to the injury because I think it's. It, I think it actually accelerates healing if you uh, the first two days if you ice your injury or something like that. And I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe yeah. we'll bring in a doctor on this on this show in the future. But um. Anyways, that. <laughs> That has nothing to do with what I'm about to <laughs> talk to you about. Do you I don't I don't know if I I don't know if we talked about this, but it's something that I've felt for the last couple of years, but I've just been too cowardly to bring it up. I wanna ask, are are you do you and Joyce listen to K pop?
0: Uh, Joyce does a little bit, but like not nearly. Like we have some friends that It's kind of a a red flag, like how much they know about these K-pop stars. But I think Joyce will listen to like
1: Blackpink here and there, but that's it. I'm really glad you mentioned that because my next, my ice is, uh, well, actually, I think this is my, whatever, it's all messed up now. So my, my ice is actually, the last couple of years, there's been a very creepy obsession with anything related to Korean culture. Um, and what I mean by that is, uh, it's, uh, you know, people are obsessed with the hair. Like now I feel like the parted hair is making a comeback. You know, we saw like, you know, back in the day in the, like what, late nineties, when we were in elementary school, people Mm -hmm. had the, you know, Mm -hmm. it was fashionable back then, but now it's making a comeback, you know, the parted hair, um, you know, the aesthetics of the, you know, the Korean 10 step skincare routine. And then there's the, you know. K-pop people are like really into it. Like it's not just like Asians; it's like Caucasians. It's everyone. People are really into that kind of music, and people like love K-dramas, and people want to visit Korea. And I feel like it's bordering, bordering, creepy. Like fetish, like fetishization of Korean culture at this point. And that's just my perspective. But I feel like, like you said, like how creepy. Some people know about like how much people know about K-pop and it's just weird.
0: Yeah. There's like a, there's a line that you have you have to, you can, you can enjoy K-pop or whatever, but I feel like there's a line that, that people are crossing. Like, like boy bands and girl bands. I thought that like the understanding was that that is like children's entertainment you know like the only reason why someone like over the age of 30 or, or whatever is going to be going to a boy band or a girl band concert is because you bring in your child to go watch them but i think we, we hit a point with, with the k-pop where it's just like grown 40 30 year old men that are just like <laughs> that know everything about these like uh, woman idols and it's, uh, it's 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 crossing a line it's definitely crossing a line and then yeah. also like um, Joyce's family is from Taiwan and so her dad just hates Korea it's really, like, <laughs> like so no matter for what he's like, just not no matter what like Koreans could like cure cancer and he, he would still like believe that like they didn't actually do it or, or that it's it's actually bad for you or whatever. <laughs> um, well, he just thinks that everything Koreans do is just kind of like a half-assed copy of either like Japanese people or American people without like any substance, like all like all just like exterior Superficial
1: and then no actual quality. That's his, that's his take on Korea. I kind of feel that way about like K-pop. I mean, I I don't think there's anything wrong with liking like whatever genre of music. Like I don't I don't really care like if someone likes K-pop or not. I feel like K-pop was like manufactured by large companies to oh, basically great. be hyper appealing to hyper co- appealing to the consumer. The boy bands and the girl bands. Everyone. Is like hyper attractive. Yeah. They all have like a image to keep. And I feel like it's just everything is pop. really produced.
0: Yeah, I copy American hip hop without any like understanding of like black American history or whatever. That's very Korean to them. Just take all the like signals or markers of, of a music genre without any like understanding of it. Or also like, Samsung phones.
1: Wait, do you have a Samsung? Uh, I have an Android, by I don't have, I have a, let's see. <laughs> I have a. I have a Motorola, so I think this is, this is Korean, right? It's, I think K- Motorola. I don't know, let me see.
0: But, like, the whole thing about Samsung phones is they always, like, have something before, like, an Apple product has it. And then they just, like, brag on it. Before before Apple comes up with it, but it always like breaks or something. Or, like, remember, like Samsung had that like exploding battery and shit like that. Oh yeah, so yeah, that, that's that's probably what also fuels Joyce's dad's view of, of Koreans. Motorola was an American multinational telecommunications company based in Schaumburg, Illinois. Well,
1: oh, so you got an American product over there in your pocket. Huh. You're talking about, you're saying that I'm a patriot American based in America, Illinois. That's right. But yeah. That's my, that's my, Shumber. my ice. Just, I think uh, we got yeah, cool
0: to cool it. We got to cool, cool it. We got to
1: cool it. Fetishization, man. It's just, it's getting a little, it's getting, I feel like there's, it's like a psycho. Cause I feel like 20 years ago when we were kids, it was like, Japanese culture, because like at that at that time, like Pokemon was big, Digimon, Yu Gi Oh, and J pop, and you know, I'm driving my Japanese car, Toyota and Honda. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but but now it's totally shifted to like Korea. Yeah, that's why
0: we'll never be allowed to get a Hyundai because we we'll, we have to drive Joyce's dad
1: around, and he he won't ride in a Hyundai. Okay, it's Hyundai. Oh yeah, Hyundai is like the the car for, from Korea, right? Do they have any other cars? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think they do, but I don't know what they're called. I don't know which other ones there are. You but should just Hyundai buy
1: one like, just to yeah. spite him. That would be pretty yeah. funny.
0: Yeah, what do we would do? You would like give us money to like sell the car and get a new one. I bet it would be that. That's <laughs> probably a good idea then to get a Hyundai. Hmm. Um, yeah, my eyes. Ice- um Very simple and very obvious, ice cream. So, my my take is that vanilla is the best ice cream flavor. Hands down. <laughs> this the is very bold boring. Yeah, vanilla is easily the best ice cream flavor. Um, and people just take it for granted.
1: What do you think about that? I can... Okay, so as someone who uh so i don't only really care about vanilla but I'm totally i guess why why do you find like okay i like i don't i don't think it's weird that you like vanilla ice cream but this why includes, do you like vanilla?
0: all
1: right well this also includes
0: like vanilla with chocolate chips or vanilla with cookie dough and chocolate chips but i pretty much always want my base ice cream to be vanilla I think it's just because if you want iced cream, you want something that's going to be creamy. And I feel like the best creamy flavor is vanilla. Like, I don't want, like, creamy
1: strawberry. You're telling me you don't want a, sorbe- <laughs> a sorbet? Sorbet?
0: Well, sorbet is not ice cream, right? That's that's no cream. But if I got a straw, why would I get a? I used to like strawberry flavored ice cream, but it's like I would rather get a sorbet than a strawberry flavored
1: ice cream. So okay. So when you go to like um whatever, like a Baskin Robbins or whatever, do you do do you usually how many times out of ten? Let's just say if you were average out to ten times, how many times do you get? Just vanilla, plain vanilla.
0: Okay, well now you got me cornered because I don't know I don't actually get I don't think I actually get plain vanilla. But inside of I will get plain vanilla inside of like an ice cream cake. You get chocolate cake with vanilla ice cream. But <laughs> it's a vanilla base. <laughs> okay, a vanilla right. base, fair enough. Eighty, ninety percent of the time, and it's usually chocolate chip or chocolate chip cookie dough. Like, I don't. I never really get chocolate ice cream or like double dark chocolate ice cream because I'd rather get a vanilla ice cream with chocolate chips, and then you get real chocolate chips. You get real chocolate, and then it's playing off of the cream. Whereas I feel like chocolate ice cream is just like a compromised version of real chocolate
1: I can see that I, I <laughs> <laughs> no no okay no no this is good this is good this is also a good segue to my yeah. my next topic but yeah. I think last week last week my our uh, our manager treated out treated us out for ice cream and we like went to a salt and straw um on yeah we went to a salt and straw and she was telling us she was like, "Oh, you know, Salmon and Straw is known for its seasonal flavors." Well, yeah, <laughs> I, go I, mean, I just like I look at the season. Yeah, I just look at the. I look at the menu. It's just like stuff I don't understand, like something roast nut coffee, peach, pineapple, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something less adventurous. I'm just gonna have double chocolate. Yeah,
0: Cinnamon butter horchata or whatever yeah. like, <laughs> I would rather have an actual horchata beverage than it in ice cream form or whatever. Yeah, that's my point. La- lavender
1: another bad flavor, lavender. <laughs> well, look, I mean, that's why I like cookies and cream because, you know, that vanilla base, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, like, get a vanilla ice cream. You got hognoss.
0: You get a vanilla ice cream with raspberry sorbet. Ooh, ooh, so good. Yeah, because then you have the actual bold fruit flavor playing off of the cream. All right, all right. So you had a nice segue into, into a nice segue because I'm,
1: I'm going to stick to the topic of food. I'm going to stick to the topic of food for what is this compress? And yeah. uh, again, I I don't know how this fits in because. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there.
0: Pigeonhole mode because it was like out of order or something.
1: I well, at first I was trying to fit it. I was trying to fit it in, and then I was like, "I don't like where my topic is." So I, so I just reshuffled everything, and then I just got more confused. Like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about first.
0: It's like you kind of want a nice arc. You want to
1: like build from one to four. I I also want to fit the theme, but it just all got ruined. (laughs) Ruined. Yeah, well, I
0: guess we, when you're racing you're you're resting, icing, compressing, and elevating all at once. And it does it's not necessarily in one particular order. So all right. Wait on me.
1: Speaking of food, if you I guess what's your where would you go in San Francisco if you wanted some high end dining? Which district would you go to?
0: Um well, I think like I kind of thought of like my favorite, like when I think of like high-end dining, besides like Japanese, I think I go I would go like French or California cuisine, like like the people like the type of cuisine that came out of like Napa Valley. Um, but there is like one. There's a a couple of restaurants that are close to each other that do California cuisine very well. One one's called Rich Table. Have you been to Rich Table?
1: Uh, No. That's California cuisine. Okay, so Hayes Valley. Yeah. You would go to Hayes Valley. And then there's
0: there's another place we like to go to called Octavia, which is kind of near
1: Japantown. So, okay, so it's on that Octavia. is it's
0: literally on, Octavia. on yeah.
1: Octavia. So that's near Japantown. So, what is that? Is that like uh, lower pack heights? Would that be? Yeah, it's like Octavia
0: and Bush? Bush. Or what was that? It? It's like Octavia and Bush. So, it's maybe it's kind of near like Laurel. Okay. But it's really
1: kind of Japantown. Yeah. Okay, so, we'll say Japan. I guess I think of
0: specific restaurants. Yeah. I think of specific restaurants and not necessarily like a location or a neighborhood.
1: Okay. So hit, hit me up with one more. So Hayes Valley, uh, uh, Japan town.
0: Okay. And then, um, well, recently we got steak, yeah, but that's, there's not really that many good restaurants around there, but I'll, I'll entertain you with uh van S. Where House of Prime Rib is. Oh. Harris. Ooh. Harris Steakhouse. Yeah.
1: I love House of Prime Rib.
0: Van Ness, Polk area, Hayes Valley, and then kind of like that kind of Laurel Japantown
1: kind of area. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to ask you is uh, I think for the longest time since I was a little kid, I always thought North of Beach was. Like where you wanted to go eat if you were like a upper middle class kind of guy or like a family, because it just seemed it just seemed fancier there with all the
0: Italian, different restaurants
1: yeah. and Italian food and and just uh, all the tourists and all that. It seemed like a good place to go. And the, uh, the reasons, yeah, the cloth napkins, the wine glasses on the on the table that's uh, so the reason want to bring this a up as congress is and bread and butter exactly. <laughs> is, uh, I feel like my my I feel like my enchi- entire childhood has been ruined or my expectations have been ruined because uh, uh, I think for the last month and a half, I want to say I've been I've tried a lot of different restaurants in the North Beach area and <laughs> they've all been completely underwhelming. So I feel like my entire childhood <laughs> has been ruined or like my expectations for that neighborhood. Yeah. So yeah, I tried Italian food and I tried a couple of like Mediterranean spots and my, my general verdict of North beach. I know know that I haven't tried everything, but these are all like sit down restaurants. But my general verdict is everything is like 30% more expensive than something I could find in like West portal or like sunset or Richmond. And The food isn't that much better. It's like the same, or like the portions are. It's just like
0: maybe it's dressed up a little more fancy, but but uh, yeah, maybe something in like Westboro or something. It's like a richer, got more soul, and it's we cook this we cook this broth for seven years and we haven't turned the pot off you know that's, that's yeah. more like west portal you know uh, but it, it doesn't it's not as pretty looking there's like there's all uh, right there was one place that i just sent you that you should try in north
1: beach and then there was one other one yeah. okay hit me up see i'm open for suggestions because don't get me wrong like there's just there's good food in north beach but i feel like all the good food that i've had was was pizza or like something really fast. And it's like you can't really screw up pizza. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is the one where everybody lines up. I'm putting them in the in the in the chat. We got well, I've never been to Tosca Cafe. But I know that Kevin Durant used to love used to love Tosca. But that, that was Kevin
1: Durant's No thing. way. He did not strike me as a guy who would go to North Beach.
0: Yeah, right? Sotomare is another one that everybody always lines up to go to. But then right next to Sotomare, there's another restaurant that shares the same bathroom as Sotamare, But and they get all the rejects that can't get into Sotomare. It's called California Fish Market, California Fish good. Market Restaurant. Yeah. So those, yeah, those, it's like Italian seafood, classic seafood.
1: Give it a try. Give it a try. Thank you for the wrecks. Hold on. i need to like, I need to take a snip. I need to take a snippet of this.
0: Yeah, we will all go. No, I definitely do think of North Beach as like, like if you want to go into the city and feel special, like it's a special night or whatever, definitely North Beach.
1: I mean, I like the vibes and the environment, but I just feel like, if i want if i want just to overall like good food with that it could get me full um i'm probably not going to go to the north i'm probably not going go to go north beach and then everyone's going to probably hate me because that, that that sounds like it's such an anti-san franciscan thing to do like forsake north beach
0: oh yeah I think, yeah uh, as someone who grew up near there yeah I do hate you for that, Vincent. I do very much. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I see how the, the facade or the there's just the density of the amount of restaurants there. It's like really makes it everything feel more important than it probably is. And then there are people that probably just rely on the foot traffic and just put out a mediocre thing. like I had a really bad North Beach meal. Um, for the, in that same, they're probably doing just that, where they just get whoever is just hungry and like can't find a place. So, yeah. You did
1: your compress yet?
0: No, mine. This one, I don't know if there's much to explore here, but like, there's. I'll tell you that about it. There's this one neighbor. That shares a wall with us. You know how when you leave our door and you turn right, there's like a mini set of stairs. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a, there's a front door there. And I feel like that apartment has been compressing or squeezing odors that are so foul and they're getting all. It's overcrowded in there, and all the molecules have no more room behind that door, and it's leaking out in front of the apartment in that hallway. And so, every time you walk by that door, it's just you just get hit with this. It's like
1: a. What do you do? What do you think this?
0: it's like a foul dust thing. And then she has dogs, but instead of like, I don't know why, because most dogs can hold their pee for like six to eight hours. And so you don't have to walk your dog every like two hours or whatever. But Mm -hmm. for some reason she puts, she puts pee pads out in the house. I heard from sources that she puts pee pads out. In the house.
1: So do you think it's the you think it's the dust mixed with the urine?
0: Yeah. And you just walk by that door and then you just get hit with this <gasps> and then it just
1: man. Yeah. It's brutal. It is brutal. It's the one right when you go down the stairs, or is it still on the same level as where you are?
0: It's um it's like you go up, yeah. You go right, and then you go up that those mini stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, and I've heard like neighbors like talking about it, like, "Oh my god!" Like, I don't know if I do this because I just showered, but and it cleared up my nostrils, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I just smell it. and it's um, just pungent. They don't really, they're kind of, yeah, they're blaming like the building management for not like. For only like shampooing the carpet like every, every so often, but they don't have my sources, and my sources tell me that they are need to find a
1: subtle way. You, to but, you yeah. need to find a subtle way to 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 call this person out in an HOA meeting. Who's that person yeah, on yeah. the XYZ floor that's uh, has those foul odors next? the that's person next to the stairway. Yeah. No, it's gotten to a point
0: where, like, there's a door. There's, like, a hallway door next to their door, and that door closed. And so instead of the odors spreading to the left and spreading to the right, one of the door closed. And so the the odor could only go left, and left was towards our front door. And then it got to a point where, like, the little foyer in front of our front door started smelling. And so I had to prop that door back open. So the air it out.
1: Yeah. There's too much compression going on. And and you're oh. certain it's not a, you're certain it's just, it's not a body.
0: Yeah. Certain, I know. You've seen someone like at some point, you know, the older person individual and that, is on the back of your mind every once in a while, but we you, you, you see here at least once a week. So,
1: yeah. hi there. Got <laughs> something? Got something in your, got something in your uh, room? <laughs> oh, that's a lovely. Uh, that's a lovely room. Can I come in? Yeah.
0: Hey, hello, neighbor. How do you do? How's your day been? Yeah. How's your little pup?
1: That's actually our dog. I do you know, a pop- Oh no! Something rolled into your something rolled into your your unit. Can I come and perhaps check it out? Yeah, that's what you got to do. Man. Oh, man, all right, elevate the grand finale. It's gonna it's gonna get us all limp after I'm done with this. Uh Oh. That's not elevating. <laughs> that's it's the opposite of elevating. But, uh, okay, so okay, what so we want to elevate because what? We want the we don't want the blood to go to the injury, right? We want it to go back to our heart. that is that, yeah, is that yeah. that's accurate,
0: right? It's like you don't want it to get stagnant down there, right? Mm. Like if it's below the heart, it like gets a little stagnant, and then you elevate it. And then I guess when you de elevate it, then fresh blood
1: rushes back in. Once again, I don't yeah. know what that has to do with my topic, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I I just been thinking. So I'm, I'm trying to talk about the culture of San Francisco, and I feel like when we were teenagers, uh, everyone clowned San Francisco because of the you know the hipster culture, mm-hmm. like oh another coffee shop on this block and another person wearing a fedora or like another, you know, people clowning on, you know, how everyone's doing photography as their hobby or everyone's an aspiring writer or poet or whatever. And then we went on to like the last 15 years where it was uh, I would say tech is the dominant culture of San Francisco. Like when you think of San Francisco, you think of tech, but then basically i feel like when the pandemic happened all that you know the tech workers went home everyone started working from home and i think i think Mm -hmm. san francisco is still dominated like in in terms of the cultural space it's still kind of tech-centric but i feel like it's not as a it's not as strong as it was before and i feel like now instead of People blaming, you know, tech workers for all their problems. People, it, it's kind of like a back to reality. Let's let's blame the homeless people again. Like blame all the drug addicts and all the homeless people and all the, you know, mentally ill people for all the issues that are like the damn government or whatever. So I think it's basically, I, I feel like, I don't know what the next dominant culture is going to be. I guess that's my elevate. But just like the cycle, the cycle's makes. over. I think the the cycle might be over, but I don't know. What's Hopefully. your What's your take? What do you What do you think? Has the tech grip loosened?
0: Yeah, I guess it's like. Yeah, I think the homeless stuff like, it's definitely um. The main headline now, as opposed to like the cost of living and all that, um. Maybe it's just that we've all kind of found a way to like tolerate each other. And then we've, it's kind of like that thing where the only, the one thing that brings two sides together is a common enemy. And and for whatever, and I, I don't think it's like, I don't believe that this should be the common enemy, but a lot of people, yeah, will love to just. Tell these horror stories of this crazy person yelled at me or chased me or then or my car got broken into for the thirty fifth time. Um, uh, and so then yeah, now I feel like some of the townies that townies tend to be more conservative in in some ways, and then the more and then tech people who tend to be more conservative, have found it. A common enemy. That common enemy being the poor. <laughs> which, is, which is sad, but I don't know. I don't want to be a nihilist, but I, I do feel like it, it's forces beyond the local or state government that are causing these problems. But local and state government is another enemy or another like, thing to complain about, too.
1: We'll leave it at that. Okay, that was a good take. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass <laughs> it, it
0: It is up. interesting. Like, Shang Tao's mayor in Oakland. Uh, I'd be interested to see, like, how she's viewed by the end, like, after her time as, as mayor,
1: if she's served her. Yeah. Would you, oh, that's interesting you bring that up, because I feel like, who was who was the previous mayor? Libby? Was it Libby Shaft or something?
0: Yeah. She was kind of
1: more like establishment Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, I don't know, maybe this is just psychological tricks or maybe it's just like frequency bias. Cause it happens so often, but I feel like nowadays, like now that there's Shang Tao, I feel like now it's, you keep hearing on the news, like how horrible like Oakland is and all that. But like when Libby Schaff was mayor, I'm sure things were still happening, but like in, you, you didn't see it like reported all the time, but I feel like now it's just feels like people are making the Bay Area seem like Detroit or like South Side Chicago or something. Yeah, there was a recent uh,
0: o- article about Oakland on that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like it just Qing Tao did run on like wanting to actually invest in preventing crime and. But she did it from more of a, a more holistic she's doing it from a more holistic point of view. like Libby Schaaf was, was still there when the police was actually defunded but people aren't acknowledging that part of Schaaf and it's really just out like dealing with the aftermath of that. I forgot what phrase you said to describe it. Uh, a recency bias or something or what, what yeah, was like? what
1: was it? Cause you just keep hearing it on the news. That's why you keep th- that. You think that it's very like very common.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, even if you're not necessarily paying attention every time it's subconsciously being implanted uh, in your brain or whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah. This is like when I was in a, I was definitely driving through the hood during our fantasy football draft because I like <laughs> pulled over. <laughs> uh, pulled over the highway so I could make pick my picks. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty gnarly. This guy like Dedicated. spun a donut. This guy spun a donut in front of my car, like during the fantasy football draft. It was crazy. <laughs>
1: just hailed them um, over. It's like, hey, can you uh, can
0: you make my pick for me? <laughs> who should I pick? You just hey, walk yeah. over. You seem cool under pressure behind, behind the wheel. I had 10 seconds on the clock. <laughs> who should I pick?
1: Right, hurry. <laughs>
0: yeah. Stop spinning around. Dude. <laughs> uh, but other times, like, uh, but then there are days where, like, something, some friend who doesn't live in the Bay Area, like, see some news article. And then he asks, like, "Are you okay, man?" And, and, and like, whatever's going on is like nowhere near where I am. And like, <laughs> before, and like the moment he like texts me, it's like hella quiet in my neighborhood, and like the sun's out, and there's just like birds chirping, and it's just
1: really funny, Like, a really funny contrast. You um, to um shoot what, like a video and just put out like like a like a war film in the background. <laughs> and just you know, yeah like, oh, yeah. yeah. A... There's something to... the bad <laughs> on these yeah. streets. <laughs> yeah. We're taking a lot of heat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You play Boys of the Hood in the background. Oh, There's a second hand, but I heard from someone who had a friend over at their house in the, in San Francisco and um they said that this person who came over had a whole had a taser in a hole in their holster on their body. Oh my god! And I'm just yeah because they thought that San Francisco was like the apocalypse or something.
0: Yeah, there was. Yeah, know. it's just a matter of where you are. Like if you are in the Tenderloin, it's gonna be crazy. But uh, I mean, that's like I'm. In, in, I mean, in a in a sense, it's a macroeconomic issue. The tender, I think of it as that. I don't really think yeah. of it as like a local government issue. It's opioid epidemic, pharmaceuticals, like wages not rising with, you know, it's all that. So it's not like you can just blame it all on local government. That's the, it was the,
1: it was that damn mayor, London Breed yeah yeah but then you
0: can also like i was driving through like noe valley one day and the sun was out and it was just like so beautiful and i was like "Bam!" like i don't think i ever drove down that street before and it was just like the most beautiful neighborhood ever which just really funny that like it's in san francisco and that's with this like reputation going on uh There's a lot of land. That's what I take. Yeah, there are bad parts, but there's also a lot of land. Yep. It's a small city, but there's still a lot of land. You know, it's not like we're all living in like one backyard or something. Okay. Grand finale.
1: Grand finale. Going to end with
0: a bang. But this this will be a doozy right here. All right. Hit me. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to... I don't know why I didn't elevate, but I guess I, I'm elevating it because I think people should do this more. Um, I'm just going to say what I do. I'm just going to say it.
1: Oh, okay. I'm scared. Should I be concerned?
0: <laughs> After I shower, I wipe my butt with toilet paper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Let me see how I'm going to mentally die. Let me see how mentally i get going to die. Okay, okay, okay. Keep going. Uh, walk us through that. Or walk us through it. You're done with your shower. Okay.
0: I usually, like, I use my towel to dry off, but I don't go between the legs. And then I may do some, like, lotion stuff for my eczema or whatever. And then... I sit on the toilet and wipe my my butt with with toilet paper because it's wet from the showers. Okay. And okay. sometimes there's just a little, there's a little, there's a little runoff.
1: You little you wanna, run-off you were trying day. to make sure it's clean, okay?
0: Yeah, it's like a little. You know how when when it rains, there's a little mudslide.
1: You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh, god. <laughs>
0: Have you ever done that before? Have you ever felt like you should do that before?
1: Wipe with the toilet paper?
0: Just wipe your butt after
1: you shower. Well, okay, so I I, (laughs) I think we should all be aware that there's potentially
0: stuff down there.
1: Yeah, well, but here's the thing. okay. But here's the thing. I I I don't. Okay, it's this it is damned if I do, damned if I don't. Right? Because okay, I I don't I don't wipe my I don't wipe my ass with with toilet paper after the shower because okay, my thinking is because in the shower I wash my ass crack with the, the water,
0: so it's like yeah yeah yeah
1: so. During the the shower process, you I wash my ass crack, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I think that's I think that's good. I think that's good enough." It's squeaky clean.
0: Okay, I'm just I, I'm I, I'm elevating this and calling this to everybody's attention. I do the I do the bidet. I use soap, but. There might still
1: there might still be something down there that needs your attention. I can there. see that. I'll leave it at that. So okay, yeah. so it's like um, no. Okay, but but here's the thing. Do you do you wipe like after you hop out of the shower? Do you dry it off? Because isn't it like you put toilet paper up there right away? The the toilet paper is gonna dissolve in between your ass cheeks because it's <laughs> wet. Well,
0: I do other stuff first. Like I dry off the rest of my the rest of myself first. And then do other routine stuff and then it's so you, could, you like, let it air dry you're saying you're like letting- <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I let air dry but then there's still a little bit of moisture that just i would rather have that moisture be completely <laughs> <the> dry wick <laughs> okay I, dry i, I want to get rid of it and 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 that's when the, obviously not going to use my bath towel. But that's where I come in. And then sometimes it's not. I, I do when I go number two. I do wipe very thoroughly. But sometimes when I dry down there, there's a little color.
1: There's a little there's a little <laughs> color on, the, on, the, on the color And so I just want to make people aware of that. You know. There's more power to you because you're just you want to be extra. You want to be extra clean. I, I, I can I can see the I can see on. the benefits. I, I can see them. I, I'm just I, okay because if you told me that you would just you know go with toilet paper right away when it's still wet, I'd be I'd be very concerned because it's just gonna dissolve <laughs> <in> your, <laughs> your fingers.
0: That'd be really weird. Yeah. <laughs> just I encourage you to
1: to
0: I'm oh, gonna no, play devil's
1: advocate yeah. right now. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Because what if <laughs> you know how okay? I'm circling back to rest, where you you, you rest on the toilet mm, and then you're yeah, talking about pretty. the unexpected number two. So what if you're wiping and there's an unexpected number two? So then you just do hop back approach. into the shower?
0: Uh no. I think at that at that point it's like No, because because it's, after you wipe enough, there might still be leftover, but whatever that leftover is, is relatively dry and it's not like loosened up. But when you shower, whatever is in there gets loosened up by by the moisture. Yeah.
1: So I'm um, just encouraging people out there to just just check tonight. Maybe you might tonight, be I will get out of the shower and admire my body in the mirror while waiting for my ass to air dry, and then I will. I'll do it. I'll do it for because you you inspired me.
0: You might surprise yourself. You might have a new habit, and you might be telling all of your friends. To make sure they do that. Too. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, rice is a, is, a, is a good habit on its own. So maybe we're in the business of promoting good habits on the show. Yeah. It's about rest, restoration,
0: healing, health, bringing down whatever inflammation there is in your life.
1: I think that's it. Thank you. This concludes another rice cycle. thank you for another great discussion and uh thank you all for listening and don't if you uh, ever find yourself injured or a sprained ankle or some kind of boo-boo don't forget it's an acronym rice it's the four easy steps rest ice compress and elevate thank you and have a good night